Electricast. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Craig DeLisander, executive producer of the SNSW Network. You know, one of my favorite things about doing a podcast, a radio show, or any kind of show is the off-air talk. And the full-on conversations and debate that we have that, unfortunately, you, the listener, don't get to hear that often. Such is the case in Episode 8 of the SNSW Podcast. As Michael Marcangelo is looking to wrap up the show, your esteemed producer asked a simple question about the legacy of LeBron James that produced the following debate. Can, uh, I know we're, we're running long, so sorry, Craig. But can you name one star NBA player? Not 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 just like a like a bench warmer, but a star NBA player that has won a championship for three teams. Well, uh, no, I can't because no one's done it. LeBron's about to. Well, but we can't get people in trouble for things they haven't done yet. Well, you can get me in trouble for this. LeBron is about to do it. Um, so obviously you know know what uh gordon hayward for finals mvp great well you know obviously you know thank you guys so much for for listening to episode yes craig when the history books are written (laughs) that the fact that he's been on i'll include the i'll include the uh cavaliers twice uh do you think the fact that he's been on four different teams will be held against him oh well i think he i think so this is really going to go. Depends long. on the conversation. I think, I think yeah, he was. Maybe. I think he was a ring chaser to begin with. At when we went to Miami, I think winning in Cleveland kind of validated him. And if he if he can win again in, uh, in L.A. again, it's not by himself. He does have Anthony freaking Davis. Mm-hmm. I think it helps. And I think this is going to go on. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. So this listen, you're the producer, Craig. You brought this up, so this right. is all your own doing. Brought it on myself. <laughs> so. I think it's just because of the the nature of the NBA we live in today that it won't be brought against him because of the fact that we literally are living in a video game when it comes to free agency in the NBA where 10, 15, 20 years ago, if Michael Jordan had left the Bulls after one of those finals, yes, it would have been an absolute travesty. It would have been something that was held against him forever. But I don't see the same happening with LeBron just because of how every other player in the NBA has done the same exact thing. Quick question, Bobby. Yeah. If he doesn't win in Cleveland when he, goes, when, when he went back, do you still feel the same way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because no, no, it's, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a different league. It's his choice. He can do no, what he so, wants. And, so and, here's... And it, I, the, the way I saw it is when LeBron did that, 
and he went back to Cleveland. The way he rationalized it was it was like my college experience is where I grew up is where I did this. And I don't think that that's something that you could really toss away because we all did the same thing when we went to college. Like right now, we're obviously completely different people than we were when we were 23, 24, 25 years old. We're on a whole different level of understanding what's around us. So I just don't think you can hold that against him because if I was given that opportunity, if I was living in Cleveland, you're like, hey, I'll give you millions to go fucking play in Miami with Dwayne Wayne and Chris Bosh instead of being here in this dumpster fire. No, no, Would but, you not do that? No, no, no. But I think I think you missed my point. I think because you said it's not going to be held against him because he went. No, no. But would it have been held against him if he never went back to Cleveland and won there? So he no. goes back to Cleveland, doesn't win, then goes and to LA again, and is now yeah. in the conference fight. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. all right, yeah, probably. But so here's the thing about LeBron, where I'm going to kind of flip it around again. Uh, I'm going to pull up Mike Marcangelo. Uh, sorry, Mike Marcangelo. I want to make sure that that's right for the uh, notes there, Craig. It's it's Mike Marcangelo. Right. So I. Now I've lost my train of thought. If he wins with the Lakers, which he has not yet done, if he wins with the Lakers, it does lend, as Bobby said, to the type of league that it is right now. Because LeBron James was the first of his kind to go, and I mean in this generation of NBA players, to go to teams and build the team that he wants around him with guys that want to be with him in order to win that championship. He did that in Miami, right? That was the first time it happened. He did it when he went back to Cleveland, okay? And then he's done it now in L.A. as well. And they, that team stunk last year, right? Like, they weren't good in his first season there. And then he goes out, and he understands it's going to take a year. That's a guy that's going to be a good GM when it comes to the end of it, when he's done yes. playing. Not a good I, coach. I don't yeah. think he's going to be a I, well. I'll take that back. I think he could be a good coach, but I think he's going to be a better GM. That's right? not the route he's going to take, though. I agree with you there. I, I, I don't, but yeah. But like, I, I think that he would be a good GM because he has put these teams together. Now, it's easy when you have the money, when you're able to name the coach, when you're able to bring in the players you want to bring in. But at the end of the day, that's the kind of league it is now, right? So, uh, Mike, I mean, he's clearly the best player in the NBA. Do I think he's the best player that ever played? Not necessarily, but I think based on the way the league is now, you would never have seen that from Magic or Larry or Wilt they, or they couldn't. They couldn't. Right. I mean, right. They so, so that's part of the narrative, though, right? So we can we can say, well, that's just what the league is now. But I think we have to hold against him the fact that he's the first in a new generation of the NBA. I think that's so, what we have to hold against him. So let's let's see what happens in the next. 30 years if other guys are doing the same thing who's the next guy to come in and do it we know Kyrie tried to but Kyrie's a to me he's he's a joke I don't think Brooklyn's gonna do anything well you, you, you're never gonna win a championship with your star player being a point guard it just isn't gonna happen you just can't do it anymore that's true um so just just to kind of button this all up and, and to gotta love a, gotta love a nice LeBron little a, fire up there yeah, at the end to I like in, a, it. in a pretty bow can we at least all agree LeBron is the best of the last men standing in, in, currently playing in the NBA playoffs? Yes. Yeah. 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 And I, I do agree with you that it is going through the Lakers. There's no doubt about that. that but it's though, not, that, but, it's, that, but it's, it's not going. I mean, no one's going to go through them. That's right. my point. 
Okay. All right, Mike. I'll concede Celtics, that the Lakers, Lakers are going to win. Go. I'm so I'll, ready I'll, for it. I'll, I'll tell you what. If the if the Celtics get there, I I think they have a shot. I really do. I I actually do. Um, I think Miami would crumble. Uh, although I think if the NBA goes with their normal narrative, I think they would love to see a Lakers Heat final. I really do. Uh, it's it's his former team. It's LeBron's former team. Spolstra's still there. Not Spolestra, Bobby. Spolstra. Spolestra. It's it's not. I'm it's gonna, not. I'm, I know. I'm it's coming not, to it's Albany. We're gonna. All right. So, uh, I, it just concede the fact that the Lions aren't winning the North. So for Broadway Joe Malkin, it'll be K. Bob Kelly. I am your host, uh, Michael Marcangelo. Thank you so much for listening to episode eight of the SNSW podcast. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.